Welcome back, everyone. This is the Red and Yellow Kingdom podcast. I'm your host, Scott, joined by Rich with your average everyday Chiefs talk. All of our episodes are available on most streaming platforms. Just search for the Red and Yellow Kingdom podcast. You can also check us out on our social media pages, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for our latest episodes and up-to-date Chiefs news. So, all right, so this episode, we actually are talking about the big rematch from last uh, year from the uh, AFC Divisional game between the Chiefs and the Bills. So people been, uh, when the schedule came out in May, people are looking at this one as probably one of the uh, better games of the year in the whole NFL schedule uh, that was coming out. Um, obviously, we played the Bills last year on Airhead, uh, week five, and we know how that game turned out uh, not so well with, um, obviously, I think it had a, what, it was like an hour rain delay. Um, and it was just, it was just, it was a bad game from the Chiefs overall. I think Mahomes threw, uh, I think, two picks um, in that game. Uh, so it was just not a great game at all. But um, heading into um, this Sunday, obviously being a late afternoon game. So most everyone uh, around the country probably will have it as their main game um, to watch for that uh late afternoon game there at 325 central time uh what are you what are you looking forward to uh the most in this game uh rich like is it thinking more is it going to be kind of like the playoff game uh the regular season game or just kind of be a little bit different just because um obviously the chiefs might be a little bit uh different on the defensive side and even on offense side i mean i guess i'm not like mostly everyone um with this matchup right i see it as another regular season game now obviously i think it's a could be the deciding factor for the number one overall seed, right? Home field advantage down the road, because if they're both tied on record at the end of the day, the the winner of this game gets that advantage in the playoffs, right? So, but again, I'm not overhyped because we've seen it every single year. And after that playoff game last year, how much better can it get in that moment? I mean, you know, you can't mm-hmm. compare a regular season game week six versus um, let's say, game. A, yeah, yeah. A pass into the AFC championship. So I'm not as hyped about everyone – or sorry about this game as mostly everyone is. Um, I just want to see good football, and obviously I want the Chiefs to win, right? So um, I guess I'm a little bit of a Debbie Downer for this one. Right, right. <laughs> yep. All right, so uh, we're actually going to kick this one off, and uh, I guess I'll send it back over to you for inside the numbers between the teams. All right. So <clears throat> excuse me. Um, all right, so both teams are 4-1, and one, right? So obviously – Bills and the Chiefs are four and one. Talking about their leaders on um, the Bills, you've got Josh Allen. That's 133 completions at 199 attempts, uh, a little bit over 1600 yards and 14 touchdowns. Stephon Diggs leads the way for them with 39 receptions, 508 yards um, receiving, and five touchdowns. And Josh Allen is actually their leading rusher, um, which is not surprising. Um, that's kind of been their one thing, right, is they don't really have a true number one running back. They kind of have a couple guys with Singletary, Moss, and um, little little Dalvin Cook and James Cook, right? So right. Um, not surprising at all with Josh Allen. Um, for the Chiefs, of course, right, Mahomes numbers are 126 out of 189, a slightly under 1,400 yards and 15 touchdowns. Kelsey leads away for the Chiefs. Um, with 33 receptions, 347 yards, and seven touchdowns. And Clyde Edwards-Alaire leads the Chiefs with 50 rushes, 223 yards, and two touchdowns. So those are your top players, let's say, at each position, kind of. You would know Josh Allen is at two of them. Um, and then let's talk about defensive – or, sorry, the overall team numbers, right? So 
the this is the game um, between the first and second best scoring offense. Chiefs are one thirty one point eight, and the Bills are at thirty point four. So in second place, points allowed. The uh, Bills are the best scoring defense in the NFL, just allowing a bit over twelve points a game. And the Chiefs are the twenty third best from a points perspective, allowing twenty five points per game. Yardage wise, which is always an interesting uh, category because um, you know you can get a ton of yards as long as you don't give up points. Um, but the Bills are number one in passing with 324, number 14 on the ground with 116. Defensively, they have the fourth best pass defense with 182 yards per game. And then their run defense is second in the NFL um, as they only give up 77 yards. Chiefs are fourth in passing offense with 267, 18th with 114 per game. And then defensively, um, they have the third best rushing defense, uh, only giving up 82 yards per game, and then 255 yards per game from a um, aerial passing defensive perspective. So um, it's a battle of really good offenses, battle of arguably you could say the two best offenses in the NFL. And mm-hmm. um, we already know the Bills defense is really, really good. And the Chiefs run defense is really good. Their pass defense, um, you know, as we saw last game, I can give up some plays. Yeah. They take some risks and some gambles um, in how they support, let's say, the or how they sell out right to either blitz or stop the run. Um, but it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, what matters is that you score more points than the other team. And we've done that four out of five games this year. All right. So head into the uh, entry port for week six uh, matchup between the Bills, uh, starting with the Chiefs. Um, we covered a little bit of it on the last episode. Uh, about some of the injuries that happened after the game. Uh, so including some of these are uh, Brian Cook, who was the um, safety. Uh, actually, he just mentioned about players getting beat in the secondary. He was one of the ones that got beat on that one play, um, that long uh, touchdown pass by the Devontae Adams caught there uh, late in the game. He ended up having a concussion um, from the game and hasn't practiced yet this week so far. Probably don't imagine him playing, um, just, you know, concussion and everything going on with, those protocols as of late, I don't I don't see him foreseen playing, so he's probably going to end up being out for this Sunday. Uh, Rashad Fenton also has not practiced so far this week, uh, dealing with the hamstring. Um, so he also, you know, is probably um, hamstring injuries are kind of crazy, um, you know, injuries, obviously. So he might end up not playing as well, um, along with Chris Lamonts, who is a special teams uh, corner and backup cornerback is dealing with the hip injury. He actually finally did practice today, this week. So we'll see um, if he ends up playing. Um, obviously notable, um, like I mentioned uh, the last few episodes, that Trent McDuffie is hopefully um, you know, scheduled to play this game. They still haven't activated him. Um, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, they have activated him, but I guess he's still technically, I mean, activated for practice, but still technically on the um, injury reserve list. So he hasn't been active on the actual active roster yet. So he has not shown up on the um, injury report yet, but I believe he ended up practicing again today. So that's a good sign of him playing. We might need it with some of that uh, depth um, in the defensive backfield being out for this upcoming week. Also, we know about Deshaun uh, Wharton. He is still on the injury report. So obviously, I think we'll, we'll probably end up swapping those two out, uh, McDuffie and Wharton, for being active in um, uh, injury injury report, or sorry, uh, in, or IR, because... 
Wharton will be out for the season with that uh, torn ACL. Um, and then also the big one is Budker uh, practiced fully today for the first time, I think maybe in like a couple weeks, I believe. So uh, looking to see to get him back uh, Sunday. It's looking more and more like he will. Uh, looks like the only other person that's uh, been limited and uh, or mispractice has been Frank Clark. I guess he's still dealing with um, an illness, but uh, I'm hoping he should be fine by the time Sunday rolls around. So that's it on the Chiefs front. Um, on For the Bills, they have a, quite a lot of people listed here, um, but a lot of them I think are just they're kind of just either resting them or they're not um, – or they're not, uh, I would say, like, really a big injury for them. One of the bigger ones, I guess, uh, let's see, that we kind of want to keep an eye out for is uh, Tremont, Tremont Edwards, Edmonds, I'm sorry. The middle linebacker is dealing with the hamstring. He was, he's been limited so far this week. Um, and so let's see here. It looks like um, Isaiah McKenzie, one of their wide receivers, had a concussion. But he's fully practiced this week, so it looks like he will end up uh, playing. Uh, let's see some other guys. Uh, Jordan. Uh, Poyer, uh, one of their safeties, had ribs uh, injury, and he's been limited to practice so far this week. And it looks like Ed Oliver, who's had an ankle injury, one of their defensive tackles, he has uh, fully practiced this week. So it looks like for the most part, uh, oh, and also uh, Trewan Jones, one of their running backs, he has a knee injury, has not practiced this week. So we'll have to keep an eye on it for him. But he's obviously, you know, back up to the backup of obviously James Cook. Zach Morris, uh, Devin Singletary. So, um, so we'll have to see about um, any one of those injuries. Obviously, the biggest one, like I had mentioned, is Edmonds um, on their team for that hamstring. So we'll have to see if he ends up playing uh, for the Bills. All right, so moving on to our uh, keys of the game, what do you have, Rich, on the offensive side? Um, for me, the biggest thing will be how the offensive line protects Pat, right? Um, we already know Greg Rousseau. Von Miller, um, that entire Bills defense is, is really good in creating pressure. So how clean can we keep the pocket or just Mahomes, right? I think there we'll see a lot of Mahomes magic right, with him rolling out and um, doing things when he leaves the pocket um, just because they're going to get their pressures. And, um, yeah, so for me, that's the big thing is how do you – I mean, he, we just went through Crosby and Jones, which are two of the best edge rushers in the game. And Miller and Rousseau, Rousseau are, are no different. I mean, maybe not as good as those two put together, but, you know, they're right there. Um, so for me, that's the biggest key to the game is how do we keep people out of the backfield so that we can make enough plays, right? If we can run the ball, great. I think that's the, that's the key to winning the game is running the ball. Um, and, again, right, whenever we pass, which, of course, we will do a lot, how much time do we give and just how clean of a pocket do we – Give our quarterback. So I got I got to ask you a question because speaking of their defensive linemen, you have one of your boys on their defensive line. So how do you think he's going to bold well against uh, you know our tackles? Um. Well, I mean, speed isn't his strong suit. I mean, he's huge. Right? He's like six six, two seventy, two seventy five, and he can move. Right. So he's very long, lengthy. Um, so similar to Max Crosby. Max Crosby is a really big dude. Chandler Jones is also a really big dude. So. I think he's going to be constantly in the backfield, right? Um, I think what they'll do is they'll put Rousseau on Orlando Brown's side and then let Miller go after Wiley because mm -hmm. neither Brown or Wiley are known as, like, really fast offensive tackles like a Trent Williams or something like that. But I think Brown is probably a little bit better with speed than Wiley. 
Um, and so again, right, if you can put the, and he's got a little bit of a better bend than Wiley too. So if you can put Miller, who's shorter, faster, is better at getting parallel with the, with the ground and, uh, you know, kind of sneaking under an offensive tackle with, with his speed and his bend, I'd put him on that side, but they're going to move him around. Um, but yeah, so I guess from a favorability matchup is I hope Brown doesn't have to go against on Miller's speed as much. But either right. way, I mean, you know, it's gonna it's it's gonna happen with one of the two. Yeah. So, um, so kind of your point, like I said, it's kind of gonna start with the offensive line, um, and then I guess one of my main points was we got to get up early um, on this team. Uh, I think because it's obviously one of these teams that we can't be down seventeen nothing like we were last week against the Raiders. We're down seventeen nothing against the Bills. You can forget it. The game's probably most likely over. That I don't I don't see them. Uh, with the way their defenses and their special teams are that they have this year, uh, I just don't, I just don't see like that's a, um, you know, like a, a scenario of seeing us actually coming back and winning um, from a, a team like this uh, on this. So yeah, I think trying to get up scoring early, um, you know, definitely definitely first drive, you know, hopefully second drive, all that, and just trying to just keep scoring with them because it's, you know it could end up being a high scoring game. Obviously, um, like I just mentioned, you know, obviously their defense being better than our defense, um, you know, so far at this point uh, as well. But, uh, yeah, I just – I think it's just going to be kind of that close game that we're going to have to need to run the ball too at some point too because um, even though they don't have what, like, their number one uh, defensive back anymore, it was the Tredavious White, um, you know, who's out for the season, I believe. Uh, you know, that's – they're still going to – they still – they still got a pretty good defensive backfield out there, so – um, and like I said, linebacker core, defensive line, they, their defense is just all over the place there. So we just want to definitely try to kind of run the ball, uh, score points, get up early as we can. Um, you kind of see how it goes from there pretty much. Yeah, I mean, and even though they don't have Tredavious White, um, when you have a good line, defensive line, creating pressure, your corners are that much better, right? So um, as long as they've got pressure up front, you know, they'll still do well. Right. And also, did forget to mention, I don't know why, because they had – the Bills guys have like a lot of injuries that maybe a lot of them not that serious. I did mention, uh, I didn't forgot to mention uh, Dawson Knox, uh, their tight end uh, has a foot hamstring injury that also is limited this week. So yeah, and he's been he's been knocked pretty much all year. Like I don't think he's played the last game of the last two. Even if he did, he's very limited. So that's yeah. a good thing because um, after um, Stephon Diggs, I guess you can say after Gabe Davis has emerged. Uh, Knox was Josh Allen's like security valve, right, and was a big part of their offense. So mm-hmm. um, that's a good thing that he's out. Yeah, because it was kind of it was kind of leading into um, you know like defense as far as what you know what we want to stop with. Like I said, kind of you know Knox is not really he's been kind of banged up and he hasn't been like that guy this year. They've really looked forward to a whole lot uh, just because of that. And so you know as far as like defensive wise, I mean obviously it starts with. The same thing kind of in a way we talked about with the Raiders game, right, with Devontae Adams, is he's got to shut down Gabe Davis and, you know, Diggs pretty much, right? you got two of them uh, in this game. But Davis seems to always be that deep threat that gets over the top, uh, it seems, on most teams as of late, especially us last year. What was it? He had three touchdowns in that right. uh, divisional game, I think. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that, I think that's the key is really is just making sure that you're shutting down those guys, uh, forcing them to run the ball more but um you know obviously try to get pressure on josh allen as well what do you think yeah i mean it obviously he's just said then done right to your point you know we got tore up by them last year in that playoff game but i think 
this game will be a lot more of, I think Josh Allen's legs will do a lot more um, for them than with his arm because I think the Chiefs would rather keep him running than throwing, right, and giving a big play and so on and so forth because of, you know, what Devontae Adams did. Um, but then again, that's just the Chiefs' nature. That's how they play defense, right? They're gamblers, whether it's a blitz, whether it's zero coverage. Um, so for me, to your point, right, you've got to stop Stephon Diggs, um, which we have the last two times we played him, right? I think it's just limit the big plays, right? Make Josh Allen um, drive a lot. Um, I know we haven't gotten too much pressure on the quarterback from a sacks perspective. I know Chris Jones is doing really, really well, and he's grading out well in every aspect of the game. But um, for me, I think that's the big thing, right, is if we're making Josh Allen beat us with his with his running ability versus his throwing ability, I think it'll be a better day at the office for the defense. And in that way, I mean, I think you'll start to see some desperation by by the Bills and, you know, start to see some Aaron passes. So, again, right, if you take away that deep, it's kind of like playing defense against Patrick Mahomes. Right. Keep everything in front of him. Make him make the short throws. Let him run the ball. Not let him run the ball, but make him run the ball short. Um, and then kind of get him frustrated because those big plays aren't happening. Because, I mean, he's just like the – they're often set up just like the Chiefs, right? They get hyped on those big plays, and that's when they really get going. I know the Steelers are, aren't on the Chiefs level at the moment, but um, that's just kind of how the Bills have done. Same thing that happened with the Rams, right, in the first game of the season. So limit the big plays early. Force Josh Allen to play the short game, get him frustrated a little bit, and I think we'll have a, a better day um, than let's say we did the last time we played him. So, uh, so real quick, so back to the um, the Bills overall as a team, right? Obviously, they're four and one, but that one loss coming to the Dolphins, I, I couldn't remember exactly what had went wrong in that game, but I'm trying to remember. Like, I mean, the teams that they beat this year, obviously the Steelers last week, which they have a younger team. Uh, the Ravens, you know, it was a close game, competitive. Um, you know, they blew out the they blew out the Titans at home. Um, and then they pretty much blew out the Rams too as well. So, I mean, technically, if you looked at it, I mean, besides the Ravens game they won, they lost that Dolphins game by two points. And I'm trying to sit here kind of scratching my head, like how they lose to the Dolphins um, in that game, you know, even though it was in Miami. But it just – that one kind of baffles me. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know how I feel about it. But it's like at this point now we're six games in the season and it's like, I don't know if the Dolphins really think they're – I mean, we thought they were the first three weeks of the year. Yeah, and that was the game where Tua got hurt midway through. So he actually wasn't even playing, like, that much into the game. Or that – he didn't play the full game, right? Right. Um, he eventually came back. But um, – so I remember I was watching that game, right, just to kind of scout the Bills ahead of time. It was really hot, and the Bills just couldn't deal with it. Um, like, Josh Allen was cramping. But ultimately what it came down to is the Dolphins did a good job of playing defense. And then – the Bills actually missed, I think it was two drives in the goal line where they got no points, right? Yeah, um, I remember There was that, one yeah. there at the end um, where Josh Allen kind of like underthrows a guy, throws the ball into the dirt on fourth down on the goal line. Um, and then to be honest, though, like even the Ravens game, the Ravens were winning that game and a phantom roughing the passer where Josh Allen dives into Oh, yeah, that, the, I remember that again, yeah. Yeah, he kind of, he died, he literally dives into the pass pressure and gets a rough in the passer call that kept that drive alive. And I think they go down and score, and that's what they beat the Ravens by. Um, so, no, they've been in close games, and that's kind of been the knock on Josh Allen, right, is he can't win the close games. Kind of got that little bit of Justin Herbert to him. Um, 
But I think the Ravens game, he definitely had some help, right? Yeah, you could say one call doesn't change it. But the later the bad calls get in the game, the worse they are, for example, the Chiefs versus the Colts. Um, so, yeah, like I said, the Ravens had them beat. They were actually doing pretty well against the against them, right? The Ravens were against the Bills. So, to your point, they've beaten the Rams, who look terrible this year because they can't block anything. They beat the Titans, who also look terrible because they don't have a quarterback. Um, and really, they don't have any wide receivers now. And then they beat the um, Steelers, who are not a really good team at the moment. The thing is, they've beaten the really bad teams the way that they should beat them, you know? Right. Um, and it's the NFL. And you've got to compete every weekend. And in those two games versus the, the Dolphins and the Ravens, they competed well. And they won one of them, right? So I think the hype that the Bills are getting is a little too much because they've beaten, you know, it's like the Chiefs beating the Cardinals three times. Now, it obviously doesn't look good when you barely beat the Raiders, but it's a division game. Same for the Bills, right, versus the Dolphins. It's a division game. Those are always good games. So, yeah, I think, um, I, I think again, you know, one thing Mahomes has in his favor is he knows how to close, you know, the close games. So, uh, if it's another close game there at the end, you know, my mind is definitely on the Chiefs. Oh, for sure. And, like, the Bills, if I remember correct, I think they have only allowed, like, uh, an – this is up until this last week, and I don't know if uh, – correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they've only allowed one touchdown in the second half um, the whole ye- the whole, this whole season so far. But I could be I could be wrong with that one. Um, that's how good their defense has been. Yeah, and that's what out there starting their uh, top corner, right? Right. So, and they're tied with, uh, with San Francisco as the second lowest points um, that they've given up this year with 61 points total in the first five games. So – um, yeah, it, that just says a lot about how their um, their defense is so far this year. So it's, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, what the Chiefs game plan is going to be, um, you know, as far as, you know, sp- continuing to spread the ball around, try to get that running game going, um, all that. So it'll, it'll definitely be an interesting game plan to see what they come up with. Yeah, like for me, um, depending on how serious Tremaine Edmonds' injury is, I mean, because he, he was kind of on Kelsey, right? And that's kind of his assignment is to be on Kelsey. Even when you play him on Madden, he's like all over Kelsey. <laughs> so, right, he is. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if he's got a hamstring injury, right, and it's limited, so it's probably just cosmetic, whereas then they put that on there just to make teams think that he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. But if he is injured, I mean, that's big because that's Travis Kelsey's zone to cook in, right? And uh, so Kelsey could have a big day if he's able to uh, – if Edmonds doesn't play and if he does play, if he's able to test him out a lot and really take advantage of, of his immobility. I think that it'll be a big day for him. Maybe, I don't know about four touchdowns again, but maybe close. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think the Bills would give, him, give four touchdowns. They would give up four pass interference calls before they let him get four touchdowns. I right, think. exactly. So. All right, so on to our game prediction uh, for the week. Um, and I guess I'll go ahead and start. Um and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, take the bandaid off. I'm gonna say, I'm sorry, but I got the Bills winning, 35-27. Uh, I just think, right now, the Bills are better than the Chiefs. Uh, you know, the Chiefs also have one day less this week than the Bills do. Um, Bills defense and special teams is better. It's just, uh, yeah, I think the Bills are gonna come in and actually win this. Uh, you know, it's good. I'd say it's gonna be you know, fairly close there in the beginning. But I think the second half, I think that's when the Bills, you know, kind of pulled away. Even though I have it only being an eight-point game, I think the Bills, for the most part, will have it 
Um, we'll pretty much have it probably wrapped up by mid-fourth quarter, I believe. Yeah, so same thing for me is, um, you know, just to be unbiased, right, and kind of keep things interesting, because I'm also going to go with the Bills. But I think whoever wins this game is going to win it um, under seven points, right? I think Vegas, right, has the Bills at minus, basically 2-5. Yep. So everyone says it's going to be a close game, but I can see that I can definitely see the Chiefs winning, and I think it'll be 30s to 20s, right? So uh, my initial thought process was something like yours, right? I was going to say like a 31 38. Mm -hmm. um, I could see, like you said, right? A, um, let's say 34 35. 35 34, 27. 35. So yeah, I can see something like 35 34 31 27, something around that. So I'm going to go with 31 27 Bills, but don't be surprised if it's the complete opposite way around. And like deep down, I feel like it's gonna be a defensive struggle and it's gonna be even more low scoring, kind of like the Chargers Chiefs game. Yeah. Um, which would be nice. That way um, you wouldn't have to hear all the Josh Allen hype for another, I don't know, until they play in the playoffs again or something like that. But yeah, so my, what I'm gonna say first trait is 31-27 Bills. But of course, you know, we're gonna be rooting for the Chiefs. Right. And it's just it, one of those things, too, is, um, you know, the Chiefs kind of came off in some way, you would say, an emotional win against the Raiders. Um, you know, with that the way the game went back and forth and everything that happened there in the game and in the end. So, you know, and then you coming in, um, you know, one of the best teams, you know, easily, if not top three best team in the league, uh, you know, comes in the very next game and you got to just kind of just, you know, forget that last game, move on to this game. And and you kind of can tell at the beginning of that Raiders game that they probably were already focused on Buffalo, right? And that's maybe that's why we got down, um, you know, that early or whatever, you know, seventeen nothing the Raiders. You know, they, they kind of make it, ah, we're looking forward to the Buffalo game already. But um, yeah, so I mean, coming off of that game and like I said, having one day less to prepare, it's uh, I just don't see. I mean, like you said, it could, it could be either way. It, the Chiefs can come out and actually. Uh, play like they did against Tampa Bay, right? I mean, if they came out, just came on, Mahomes is on fire and plays just like that, it could be a different way of approaching the game, you know, kind of how I'm thinking now. But uh, yeah. I just think in the end, the Bills' defense is just too much. Well, and that's you know? what I think. That's what, like, uh, I know obviously my score prediction says something else, but, like, I genuinely think that the Chiefs will have some hype exciting play at the beginning that really gets the energy going, gets Arrowhead fully behind them. Yeah. I don't really like the new, the 3 o'clock games for the Chiefs because people have been drinking since, like, 8 o'clock in the morning. They're not as loud. <laughs> and I swear, like, it's 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 super accurate, right? If you get Chiefs fans, and I think most people who go and tailgate, if you give them a chance to drink, so you're going to drink from 8 to about 2, you're going to be a little bit more messed up <laughs> and not have as much energy to cheer. Yeah. Um, but... The good thing is that stuff wears off, especially after yelling. And then so later on in that game, it'll, you know, come into play and it'll be dark, right? Because if I'm not mistaken, the time changes on Sunday. I could be off by a week. I thought it changed on Sunday. I can't remember either, but it's close. It'll be – it's going to um, be definitely dark probably fourth quarter. For so, sure. yeah, it's going to be dark by the fourth quarter regardless, right, because it gets dark at about 6.30 now or maybe mm -hmm. even earlier. So, um, yeah, and, and all that stuff factors in, man. And, like, because I've, I've – you and I have been to several games and – those 12 o'clock games, man, people are still kind of fresh. They've been drinking since, like, 8. They stopped drinking at maybe, like, kickoff, and you're still hyped. But those those late games, you're so hyped because it's a national televised TV game. You know, it don't matter if you've been drinking since 1. 
you're still so hyped. So, like I said, those three o'clock games, they're weird. So, um, again, at least the late late games, games, like the Monday night game, um, yeah. you know, it's 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 a little bit different. It's that game in the middle, like time frame, like you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. It's, so yeah, I think, like I said, if the Chiefs can get out early and make some kind of play, an interception, uh, a sack fumble, uh, another special teams play, right? Um, it'll be nice. And if you can get Josh Allen already, like, oh crap, here we go again. Um, I think the Chiefs will have a really, really good day. But if they get behind like they did against the Raiders, it, it just looks a lot more difficult than, you know, versus the Raiders. Correct. It'll be a long day uh, for Chiefs fans for sure if it if it's something similar to that or even close because the Raiders and Bills are way different, two different types of teams that will – yeah, the Bills will put you away early. They'll put, they'll put you away for good for the most part uh, where their team is built. All right, so heading into our final thoughts topic, um, we were just trying to me and you were just trying to come up with something today because we there wasn't a whole lot we could kind of really discuss. So we end up landing on um, talking about how you know fantasy football and kind of how our teams and you know what kind of players kind of either surprised or you know disappointed uh, you know teams this year so far. Um, so I was trying to think of, and I'll probably let you go first with like maybe more so of like someone who surprised you or just you didn't think you would they would be getting you that many points. I mean, who would you go with um, on your team? Because I'm still kind of thinking what would be a good one for mine. Yeah, so for me, let's say the, the big disappointment, right, is Jonathan Taylor. I have him on one of the um, – on one of my fantasy teams. It's a keeper league. So mm-hmm. I got him – I got to keep him as the 12th pick, even though he's probably number one overall in most. Right. Um. But I don't give up yet because it's only week six. The Colts do this every year where they suck and they don't do anything. I mean, he kind of took a while to get going last year. Maybe not this long, but he's hurt. I don't think he's going to play again this week. So without a doubt, you know, if you're a first-round pick, you need to be a stud and he's not the number one running back. So that's my uh, disappointment. And then my surprise, um, so I was looking at it earlier and I was going to say Chris Olave, but, I mean, like, I drafted him knowing that he would probably end up being the most healthy wide receiver on that same team. But now he's also mm-hmm. hurt, right? Right. Um, so it's like, could it be Chris Olave? Um, you know, I've got another team where I've got A.J. Brown, and he's been tearing it up. But A.J. Brown, to me, is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. So it's just weird, man, because, like, the rookie wide receivers are the ones, you know, you're always trying to um, strike lightning with, some of those rookie wide receivers also have Jahan Dotson and George Pickens on other teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all hurt. Uh, well, and George Pickens plays to the Steelers who aren't so good right now. But Kenny Pickett likes to find George Pickens, so maybe he'll pan out. Um, but, yeah, I would say, like, I don't really have any true, true, true surprises just yet mm-hmm. um, from a productive standpoint, more of a disappointing perspective. So, I mean, I'm right there with you on Jonathan Taylor because I have three teams, right? So, um Jonathan Taylor's on one of my teams and actually named my team after his name, his last name, right? Um, he's, he's been injured for the most of the year. Um, the other one I had on another team was uh, Allen Robinson, who, I mean, every, everyone knows that, like, uh, you know, he was a pretty big deal, you know, with the Bears. Um, was it with another team other than the Bears? I can't remember. Or is it just yeah, the Bears? Yeah, he came from the Jaguars. Jaguars, that's right. Jaguars in the Bears, yeah. Jaguars in the Bears. So, like, yeah. And then so he had huge expectations from the Rams once, you know, obviously they don't have Odell Beckham Jr. this year. So he was going to kind of take over for that role in a way. And, 
you know, he hasn't done anything. It's almost like, what are you doing out there? He's just kind of running around or whatnot. I don't know. Like someone said, you know, he's not picked up the playbook right or anything. Um, obviously, you know, Stafford goes to and looks to uh, Cooper Cup a lot. So, um, and even Higby uh, as well. So it's like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know how much, you know, of that is really what it is, but it's just like, it doesn't seem like he's ever open much too when I've seen different plays that they, they show replays on. It doesn't seem like he's running routes correctly or just not open or, or whatnot, but he's definitely been as far as on fantasy. I think he had one good week. I want to say it was week two where he had double digit points. And other than that, he's had like four or five points max, maybe um, the other four weeks. As far as um, I'd say surprisingly good, it's not actually a player. Um, I went, I guess I would go with the San Francisco uh, defense. I didn't expect them to be this good. Um, obviously, I know coming into the season, I think um, on fantasy football rating, as far as on defense, they were rated in the top five. I just didn't expect them to be like, I mean, they're pretty much top two, I would think, right now in fantasy, if not one, um, as far as, you know, how well they've been doing. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the games that they've been playing and whatnot, getting the points um, for it. But, yeah, they've been probably like my main surprise, uh, I would say, for that. Because, um, I mean, I do have like Bryce Hall as well, right, the Jets running back, um, which he's, he's done pretty well too as well. But uh, I, don't, I don't know if I would call him really a surprise us for so much. But, um, you know, he's actually done pretty well, too, as well. Yeah, like I have Allen Robinson on one of my teams, too. And I thought he was going to do really, really good in that offense. But they can't block. And, of course, you know, staff is going to just throw it to Cooper Cup when he absolutely has to. Right. Um, so, yeah, maybe if they figure out their blocking setup, Allen mm-hmm. Robinson will get better. But, yeah, he's been – I think I just traded him. I think I just traded him and another wide receiver for a running back on a bad team. So, right. You know, I'm in desperation trade mode because one of my teams sucks. Yeah. Well, there is there is one uh, good guy that's been out there that been I think I've grabbed on two of my teams uh, for the Lions, the Josh uh, Josh Reynolds. Oh uh, yeah. He's actually, he's actually put up a lot of points this year. So for them, I mean, obviously the Lions in general have put up a lot of points until this last week where they put up none. But, right. um, yeah, and they've lost everybody, <laughs> all their targets. I think TJ Hawkinson is, is either hurt or he wasn't. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's just, but, um, so that was another one too as well. But yeah, outside of that, um, I was trying to think of is anybody else really. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, there's chief players out there too. I mean, like, obviously, that, that haven't been, people might think, like, oh, I mean, it's time for Hardman to get some stuff. Now nah, he hasn't been doing good. Um, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, Juju and MVS, it's just like, Maybe maybe they did well, you know, obviously the game last week, they got, you know, obviously some of the, those points. But, I mean, overall, I mean, besides Mahomes and Kelsey um, on the Chiefs, that's probably it because obviously no one probably has the kicker. I mean, no, I mean, because it's not Butker, right? Um, they have Butker probably, but maybe it's on the IL or IR, I'm sorry, um, you know, spot. But, um, yeah, if you don't have – if it's not Kelsey or Mahomes because, I mean, not even Clyde was or Lair, I think that's you're probably gambling at that point, right? So, right. Yeah, I've got to lay on both teams too, and um, he'll go a week where he scores, you know, two touchdowns and have thirty points, and then he'll do something like last week where he barely has ten. Right. Right. All right. Well, that actually will conclude uh, today's edition of the Red and Yellow Kingdom podcast. We will actually be back after the Bills and Chiefs Week Six matchup, which, uh, like I said, it's that late afternoon three twenty-five game. Um, for you on the results from that game. So thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow our podcast and go 